people have been paying for the water. That's another issue. Well, you always pay for water. I know. What are you saying? If but it was free, you're paying for if your it was free, their defense would be, dude, what do you want for nothing? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little lead in there. Is this a crystal geyser? Is this a the, worst, the worst part, you pay for, you're paying for poison. You're paying the city to poison it's called, you. It's called cigarettes. It's called Coca-Cola. It's called yeah, but you processed know food. You know it, right? Yeah. Well, maybe. Processed. To some extent. Know. You know I made that track. Oh, you did? Yeah. I thought maybe he did. That's no. a good one. He sent me some stuff and I was like, it just, all of it was like, yeah. it was just like one tone, one, <laughs> no intro. Are we rolling right now? It was just like, just like one, one button, one speed. Hey, what did you ask me about the iPad earlier? You started saying that oh. I got sidetracked. <laughs> I was asking if you like it. What, the new super iPad? Yeah. It's the, the iPad Pro? It's the size of a TV. <laughs> it's about the same size as a TV I used to have in my house when we were kids. Um, I, I, I'm mostly going to donate it to... Tyler and our oh. video production because we bought we just bought a a what do you call that what's that called when you can see the words in front of you on a camera teleprompter uh, teleprompter yeah. we just bought a teleprompter for some of our video curriculum a teleprompter that came with everything except the prompter part. did you watch the <laughs> unveiling because I wonder what what did he say like when he <laughs> he said look when he brought the TV out it's big it's the new it's bigger than you ever needed unreal yeah I don't know. I don't know, dude. That's when you get just okay. lost in in items. Did you yeah. do did you do the little test that I sent out to everybody today about the who 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 do you vote for, who do you side with test? I didn't do that okay. test. It's good. So let me uh, give you my own test. Okay. <laughs> you ready? What is it? Okay. Just pretend. Pretend it's, you know, 2016 or whatever. Kanye West, Donald Trump. You have to vote for one. The, the only two guys on the ticket. You can't Donald write. Donald Trump and you, Kanye West. Kanye West. You ha and you have to vote. You're not allowed to write in a name. You're not allowed to allowed to pass. You have to vote for everything you know about Kanye versus everything you know about the Donald. Who do you vote uh, for? Man, I would. <laughs> I'd have to go Kanye. <laughs> I'd have to okay. go Kanye twenty for twenty twenty, dude. But you don't know anything. You don't know any of his positions. I do know his positions. What, what are they? Let's see. Let me go to. His, he just tweeted. The only about position him. you know is that Zuckerberg should give him a million dollars. You know that he's the world's greatest artist in the history of mankind. You know that. What else? He throws temper tantrums. You hear about the temper tantrum? Yeah, but he's, he's a cultural icon. Okay. You know he gets a generation that, you know, that that is. I mean, you have to really listen to Kanye. Because a lot of people just listen to the rant that he goes off of. He actually makes a lot of sense when he's not like talking crazy. Because he talks about how we're kind of like couldn't trapped. People, couldn't people say the same thing about Donald? If you no. get if you get beyond his crazy no presentation, because, maybe what he stands for makes sense. No, because when, kind uh, because the difference between it is Trump is actually trying to appeal. He's saying what's popular to certain people not necessarily what he believes yeah you Kanye, okay he doesn't believe what he i i can't say he doesn't believe what he's saying i'm just saying it's very convenient that now he's going so after he's going after ratings yeah and per se like we were talking the other day he has not laid out one plan 
Yeah, he's going to build a wall he's, t- t- taller than the Tower of Babel. <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> Did you hear um, Jimmy? Well, I don't know if it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or who it was, but I guess there was some bit. I guess Mexico said something about not paying for the wall. And then Donald yeah. Trump said, well, now it's 10 feet taller. And one of the late night talk show guys says, it doesn't matter how tall you make it. The tunnels only have to go so deep. Oh. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like you, if you're going to extend the, if you're going to extend the wall, you're going the wrong direction. Yeah. Go deeper in the ground before you. <laughs> yeah. Just I, w- I wouldn't say I agree with Kanye or anything he says, but I will say, you know, you want to vote for who you, you know, you know, Kanye. So I'm getting who I'm voting for. Less surprises. Yeah. Right. Uh, less surprises. With Trump, man, I just don't believe the hype. And I don't care how <laughs> he can be Christian. I mean, you could be Christian and not be the right guy. Everybody that's like tagging themselves. Now, <clears throat> who's the judge? Who's the judge? But I'm not sure Trump is any more Christian than Kanye. Totally. Or any more Christian than... That's why I say you got to... I exclude that even if a candidate is like... I'm a Christian and, you know, I exclude, well, say, I exclude that say. and I go look at their record. Yes. What what did you vote? <clears throat> All right. Because that makes more sense to me. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm looking at some of Kanye's. Give me a tweet. Throw, tweet. A t- <laughs> throw me a Kanye tweet. That'd be a, fu- hey uh, dude, that'd be a funny uh, HSM game. Kanye tweet or not? <laughs> put did, up, put did up like Kanye tweet did this? Kanye tweet this? Put up like the four most outlandish things and one of them's a Kanye I tweet. Know. Let's see. Kanye or Trump? Well, you'd always know the difference because <laughs> one's a middle-aged white guy ranting and one's well, a young black guy ranting. Well, so people always call him rant cra- about the same thing. People always call him crazy. Well, he tweeted four hours ago, I'm happy and free and proud and confident. I'm not crazy. I'm free. That's a tweet? That's a tweet. So he's not crazy. <laughs> He's, he's telling us all he's that. He's free. See, but have if you, you let you, him explain have you ever, that. Have that's... you had to ever tell somebody you're not crazy? Have you ever had to tweet, hey, everybody, I'm not crazy. He tweeted it again. I've never had same, to tweet that. He tweeted it again in the same time frame. I'm not crazy. I'm free. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to. Have you ever had. I'm just asking. You know. Have you ever had to clarify your, your, your sanity <laughs> to anybody? I, I can't recall. <laughs> I cannot recall. Oh, gosh. Um, all right. All right. You ready? Should we start? Should we get going? Yeah. <clears throat> I got a, I got a frog in my throat big time today, so it's going to be very bothersome. Ready? Here we go. All right. Yeah, I did this beat five years ago. I like it. Thank you. I like it. It feels about five years old, though. It's not yeah. quite fresh. I did it. It's not quite I did fresh it. as I would have thought. <laughs> I did it after listening to some Kanye. How long is this? It's about as long as Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> Good night, dude. It's like What's a 10 minute beat. Heaven? Come on. All right, Wait, we're on. live. We're live. Wait, okay, we're before live. we go live, you don't yeah. know what Stairway to Heaven is. Stare the show? No, the song. Led how, Zeppelin. How does it go? Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. Tyler? How does it go? Do you know Stairway to Heaven? Tyler's 23, 24. How old are you, Tyler? 25. And he knows Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. I probably know it. You got to sing it's it. It's like a 10 minute song from the 70s. 
in to, junior high, every dance they would play that for the slow dance. And there's a moment where it speeds up and it's like this awkward, like I'm slow dancing, but now we're fast <laughs> dancing, but it's not quite fast enough to fast dance. You got to give me a bar. Give me. <clears throat> I don't sing. Uh-oh. And she's climbing the stairway to heaven. <laughs> there's a lady who knows all the glitters no. is gold. You've never heard. Oh my goodness. I, I not, probably this not, have. This you, is not a generational sung, thing. It's a no, cultural thing. You sung such, you did such a bad song. You did a, a, a bad, bad version. A bad I job. told you I don't sing. All right, here song. we go. Enough of that. All right. All right. Welcome, everybody. Hey, for those of you who are new, this is Let's Talk Youth Mystery, AC Kurt. For those of yep. you who have been watching or listening for a long time, you'll yes. notice, hopefully, that the we audio, sound good. We, we sound a lot better. What's up? What's Our up, good people? friend, producer Tyler, has been all about making us sound good. Yes. We might even look better. Keep those Chick-fil-A fries coming. Yep. So we <laughs> that's what we pay him, Chick-fil-A fries, waffle fries. Yeah. But we also um, might have a few technical difficulties now and then as we figure this stuff out. Yeah. Better so mics. S- stick with us. An actual yeah. intro song. Mm-hmm. Here's how it will work moving forward, in case you're wondering, is... Um, we're going to be committed to 20 minute podcast, but that 20 minutes starts after the intro. So if you want to watch the whole thing where we're just kind of getting ready and goofing on each other, you're more than welcome. Yeah. But if you're tired of that, just fast forward to the intro and that's when the official podcast, yeah. and there may begins. be some good stuff in there. You know, you may find out who you need to vote for and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We got the insider track. <laughs> I learned today that AC is a Trump man. <laughs> <laughs> Him and half of America, apparently. Man. Crazy. It's crazy. When you stop and really think about it, you go, wow. When you stop and really think about it, it scares the bejeepers out of me. Yeah. On multiple levels. Yeah. Multiple levels. Yeah. Not just Trump. The whole situation. I'm talking more about that. The whole scenario right now is crazy. It's just crazy that we got to this point. But maybe we had to get to this point for things forward. for things to finally to maybe, get better <clears throat> to get better mm-hmm. all right today ac here's what we're gonna talk yes. about because we're not in the rambling portion of the show here's what i want to throw on the table today ac yeah. um we'll, we've both got some thoughts about this you maybe more than anybody in our ministry though you think about and deal with the parents yeah from, um, especially from the high school side um you meet with parents who are struggling with their kids. You meet with parents who are upset about something in our ministry. You meet with parents who maybe, um, you know, their kids aren't struggling, but maybe they're, they're going through struggles yeah. and they're worried about how, you know, they, you meet with parents who are going to getting ready to get divorced. How do we talk to our kids about this? I yeah. mean, you talk to parents all the time. Everybody knows that in the last, I'm going to go 10 years, <clears throat> that might be a little bit generous, five, five years or so, 10 years. One of the things that youth ministries all around the country, ours included, have woke up to, awakened to, is this idea that we really need to view our ministry as more than just ministry to teenagers, but we need to view our ministry as ministries to families. And so, obviously, we need to minister to mom and dad. Now, some youth ministries have taken it and gone, we're going full-blown family ministry. Others have been maybe a little bit more, well, we minister to parents just by being readily available and, you know, we're there for them, but we don't strategically target them. That's not really the topic of the conversation today. That's just a little context. What I wanted to talk about today is let's give people watching and listening, which by the way, if they want to subscribe to this podcast, where do they do that, AC? You can search us on iTunes, hit the subscribe button, or you can, if you want to, you know, we're videoing also. So, what's up? Um, you can go to YouTube, 
and put in Let's Talk Youth Ministry will come up and you can hit subscribe. It'll be on this screen somewhere where you can just hit it and subscribe to the video. Go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast. Awesome. Awesome. So let, here, here's the topic for the day is let's each share a few things. How do youth pastors tick <laughs> off parents? Oh. So this is a how-to topic. And the, the, yeah. the, the topic is how to make parents angry. Yeah. How do you put a wedge between you Ooh. and the parents in your ministry? Yeah. How to tick them off. So we can each share a couple thoughts and we'll kind of move from there. Yeah. So have you ever, have you ever had a parent extremely upset with you? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I've had one that was super upset. Um, and to be honest, there was no real resolve. Right. In their mind of things that yeah. we could do to really yep. rectify the situation. It was, it was in that zone. Yep. Um, but I think at the end of the day, <clears throat> it really, it really came down to, this is what we can do. This is where we are. Um, opening that door of communication, opening the door of, Hey, we're not, we're not afraid of this conflict. We're not afraid of, you know, where you are and we don't want to hide. We don't want to, you know, we just want to put things out there and, and continue. I mean, coming to a resolve is, is totally everybody's, you know, yeah. idea. But so I, and this will lead into my tip number one for how to tick off parents yeah. way back in the day. So I'm going back, gosh, I'm going back 25 years. So I'm maybe a year or two into youth ministry. I'm pretty young. I'm 22, 23 years old. And the church I'm at, we're having this big Halloween party. It was, our church was kind of into alternative Halloween nights and all that kind of stuff. And so we had a gymnasium and we had done this whole Halloween party. And during cleanup, we're cleaning up. And I look out of the gymnasium doors and our gymnasium doors faced a, like a four lane, really busy street. Yeah. I mean, you walk down the stairs across the sidewalk, you know, if you stumbled or fell coming out of the gym, you could roll into legit oncoming traffic kind of thing. And here's this junior high boy, not unchurched, but not a church kid. He came quite a bit. Mom and dad didn't. And he's out there and he's got, he had gone and picked up. We had a bunch of these little mini pumpkins, you know, those little, like the size of grapefruit oh, wow. miniature pumpkins. Yeah. And he had gathered about 10 of them from our decorations. And he was standing on the, on the, on the curb and as cars are driving by, he's chucking pumpkins oh. at cars as they drive by. Wow. So I see it and I'm thinking he's going to get somebody killed. He's going to get somebody ticked off and they're going to come and kill him. And so I just ran down the stairs <laughs> and he's, he's, he's like in mid motion. He's his arms back. is kind of like in the NFL, you know, is his arm moving forward? Is it a fumble or an incomplete <laughs> pass? He was at that right at that moment where he's just starting to release it. And I come from behind and just grab him. And he kind of fumbles the pumpkin and his mom happened to be showing up right then to pick him up. Oh, wow. And she sees me to use her words, physically assaulting her son, <laughs> physically assaulting her son. Well, because I all could, she saw, I could totally see that. I all, was going to say the same. <laughs> all she saw was me like hugging. I had him holding. wrapped. I had him wrapped up. Oh, wow. Right. And she was irate. I, I tried to explain what was going on. I tried to tell her, Hey, I was trying to save an accident. Yeah. I was trying to save your son from getting 
physically hurt. I was trying to save your son from maybe having charges pressed against him. If a driver wanted to call the police or yeah. whatever, yeah. I was just trying to stop something bad from happening. And in her mind, I was completely unfair to her child. Didn't matter if I was or not. Yeah. In her mind, I was unfair to her child. And that would be my, one of my tips on if you want to tick off parents, yeah. <laughs> treat their child unfairly. Well, yeah. And along the way, recognize yeah. that your version of fair or unfair sometimes doesn't even matter. Yeah. If it's perceived by mom and dad as being unfair to their kid, singling out their child, that will upset them because the child's their apple of their eye. They love their kid and they want everything. And especially, you know, some of today's parents yeah. work very, very hard to make sure that their child is treated fairly, fairly yeah. right. And equitably. Yeah. So if you, um, don't, ex you don't let their child sign up late for summer camp yeah. after the deadline, they might feel like that's unfair. Oh yeah. Right. And they yes. want to see the records. <laughs> yep. They want to make sure that <laughs> you they didn't sign up somebody else, somebody else ahead know. of them. Right. Or um, their friend got in. How exactly. did that happen? Yep. Yeah. Or the mom comes in and says, Hey, um, junior told me on the way home that you singled him out for talking during the Sunday school lesson. Yeah. And you say, I did. Well, he said that other kids were talking and you didn't single them out. Yep. Unfair. Right. Um, and so there's not an easy answer to that. Yeah other than to recognize that we live in a day and age that parents are a little bit more acutely attuned yeah. to how oh, they totally. perceive we're, we're treating their children. And so if you want to tick parents off, get a reputation for treating their children unfairly. Yeah. And the more kids you have, the easier it is to get in spaces where that could be the case. Right. At least perceptionally. Right. Speaking. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think where youth workers get in hot water with it is when you don't think about it. Yeah. Right. So you just kind of, you just kind of intuitively, like when you just kind of intuitively make decisions, well, yeah. I should let him sign up late for camp because his mom's a single mom and she works late. So I'm going to yeah. go ahead and let her, him slip in after the deadline. But this guy's one of our student leaders and he knows better and yep. his parents are elders at the church. And so I'm not going to bend the rules yeah. for him. But yeah, you just, or, but you just bent the rule out of compassion. You bent the rule for, but you know, when, when you're doing that yeah. intuitive leadership, oftentimes intuitive leadership isn't fair. Yeah. Not to say it's wrong. You just need to recognize the perception. Yeah. You gotta, you have to set some standards and you got to set some processes and procedures. Nobody likes that. You know, it's easier just to go ahead and give to the need and, and, right. and, and do your own thing. But at the end of the day, you end up making a bigger mess than yeah. you would have, if you would have took the time yeah. to go, okay, if you need help, this is the process. Yeah. And I also, I also think if you're going to be intuitive and you're not going to be fair, then just own it. Yeah. And don't try to come up with a reason why it really is fair, even though, you know, it's not just, it, it might be better just to say, look, I know it's not fair, but I'm letting this kid go to camp in front of your yeah. kid because his mom, and you just explain the reasons. Yeah. Say, I made a decision. I'm the leader of our ministry and it is what it is. Yeah. That's okay. You got to either own it or, be, or, or, or get it right. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't mess around in the middle. Yeah. So you if you want to take off parents, we're going to show, we're going to share four tips today. Yeah. If you want to take off parents, number one treat their child unfairly yeah number two um <clears throat> the story i was kind of hitting to earlier um not going into too many details the issue was um one of the leaders took some liberties and shared some stuff that the parent didn't think 
you know, needed to be shared or she didn't get the permission to share the information or whatever. Um, and of course we, it went through a whole bunch of stuff at the end of the day. We kind of went our separate ways, tried to rectify as much as we possibly could. But I think the lesson there was, um, the, the mom thought that the leader made a decision for her that she shouldn't have made. Like my daughter should not be hearing you speak about this stuff and you didn't tell me. You know, uh, gotcha. you just made the decision. You made an assumption that this topic is okay. So she made a parenting decision on yeah. behalf of the parent. On behalf of the parent okay, to gotcha. talk about it. Yep. Topic give me give me some other examples was, of that of how um, that could look. I think I that's say, I think that's huge. Yeah, I would say we've had another leader who decided to take kids to a, a movie, and thought uh, the movie seems great, you know, and had a like a, a minute millisecond thought I should probably you know, send something out to the parents and said, nah, well, parents thought that they made the decision. He made the decision and said this movie was okay without consulting the parents. So he was essentially making this decision for him. And if you, I think that, that ticks parents off yep. when they feel like, man, you are a youth pastor. Yep. You should know better than to take my son to a movie yes. that is this violent or maybe this shady yep. or, yep. you know, um, you're 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 taking that you know you're taking that decision or that you know parent piece away from me to protect my kids. When I put them in your care, I put them in your care because I trust you, yeah. and you 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 kind of like violate that trust when you do that. Um, I think another is um, speaking against medicine or mental health medicine or mental illness medicine, or you don't need to take that or. You know, just yep. saying yep. stuff that you yep. probably or, or you should. Don't need, you don't need counseling just to talk about that. You don't need that. counseling. Like, slow your road. Right. <laughs> You're creating enemies because the parent is probably needs somebody who who speaks to say, right. take your medicine yep. uh, well, timely. Well, you parents know? are, I think they're making an assumption yeah. that we're on their side. Yeah. And they hope we're on their side. Yeah. Right. And, and at the very least, I think they should have the right to assume we're not purposely saying and doing stupid things yeah. that could put a wedge between. Because the worst thing a parent wants to hear is, yeah, but AC, the youth pastor said it was okay to see an R-rated movie. Yeah. Or, but AC said, I don't need to take my ADD medicine. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That, the parent yeah. doesn't want to hear that. Yeah. I think also like, you know, you do a sex series. And you know you're going to talk about some stuff that, you know, parents may, you may be exposing some students to, you know, that they've never heard these words. They've never, you know, heard these procedures or policies or processes. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> Lots of P words. <laughs> they just never heard any of that stuff. But you're about to expose freshmen to something that they've never heard or junior hires to something right. that they've never heard. And they don't want to be surprised. And parents don't want to. The worst thing yeah. is for a parent to be driving home yep. and their kid go, Mom, what is boo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a parent, oh, where did a you doubt. hear that? Without a doubt. And it's stuff, you got to just think it through because yeah. it's, it's stuff and you can't win every time. Yeah. But you think it through. Yeah. You, you. I mean, sometimes you may fall and fall short. Yeah. A few years ago, uh, it was Christmas time and I was doing a Christmas series and somewhere in my lesson, I was talking about the something about how we compared Jesus to Santa Claus. Mary or wasn't a virgin. <laughs> no, I said oh. <laughs> you're still on the sex talk. I'm talking about a different thing. Um, I said like this. Side note: Seventh graders, 
in case you don't know, there's no Santa Claus. Like a bit. Oh. A total bit, right? Because I just assumed every seventh grader in the history of mankind knows there's not a Santa Claus. You just... <laughs> I got an email from a mom and she basically said it was not your right to tell my child there wasn't a Santa How Claus. How dare you? How dare Kurt? you? You've ruined our Christmas tradition. We we want to hold on to innocence and childhood as long as we can. Like, now, if what I, I want to say what you, I want to say is you want to lie to your kid as long as you can. Right. Because how many times has your child asked you, is there a Santa Claus? Yeah. How many times have they said, Are you sure, mom? Because I'm in sixth grade and <laughs> And you've lied yeah. to perpetuate this. That's what I want to say. The reality is it wasn't my place. Yeah. It wasn't my place to make a parenting decision for mom and dad. Yeah. So if you want to make enemies with parents, if you want to tick them off, treat their child unfairly. Yeah. Make parenting decisions on their behalf. Here's a basic one. And this might be opposite of what some people would think. But I think if you want to tick parents off, you over communicate. Over communicating yeah. ticks them off. And what I mean by that is we've got to communicate to parents, yeah. but less is more. So think really smartly about mm -hmm. how many emails do I want to send in a week or a month? If I have a text message service that my parents are all a part of, how many text messages yeah. <laughs> are they willing to endure? And from, at what time? Youth? And at what time, <laughs> right? Should I send these out? Yes. Or we've been guilty of sending like, <laughs> three emails in an afternoon yeah. about an event <laughs> a dumb event right hey, it's, yeah. it's junior high laser tag night and we send all the information then we have to send a follow-up oh we forgot to put the times in there yeah <laughs> we have to send a third one an hour and a half later oh shoot the times we put in there are wrong yeah. <laughs> so think or, it through. or you're sending out the same one and haven't proofread anything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so they're just getting yes. the same email. Sorry. Yep. Uh, sorry, I forgot this. Yep. Sorry, I forgot this. And I think yeah. in our desire to make sure mom and dad are in the loop and to be known as responsible and yeah. working with families instead of against them and all that kind of stuff, if we're not careful, we can over-communicate and we can inundate our families with information and flyers and text and all that kind of stuff. And, and by the way, hey, you got if you want to know what's going on in our ministry, you got to subscribe to our Twitter, subscribe to our Instagram, check out our Snapchat yeah. once in a while. Don't forget to visit our website. And by the way, we have a parent-only private Facebook page. And we're going to call you. <laughs> and we're going to call you. And really important is we're going to give your sixth grade girl a flyer that we think is somehow going to get magically from home yeah. or from sunny school to your, to your refrigerator. And yeah. all of those will have different pieces of information about yeah. camp. So make sure you watch all of those so you don't miss anything important about camp. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're, it becomes white noise. Uh -huh. It just becomes... That 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 uh, that junk email that yeah. I quickly check, and if it doesn't say urgent, or I quickly check and, yeah. and get rid of it. So I think there's a philosophy that works most of the time that Pastor Rick talks about all the time about hooks in the water. Put lots of hooks in the water because you never know what somebody's attracted to. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I think when it comes to communication, maybe I, I haven't thought this all the way through. I think maybe less hooks is better. It's better to just say this is how we communicate. Yeah. And we're going to stick to it. So we communicate through our Facebook page. Yeah. Parents, everything you'll ever need to know is on that Facebook page. And we're not going to send you a bunch of other stuff, but you probably need to go to the Facebook page two times a week to get updated yeah. on stuff. Yeah. Or the, the, the newsletter, if you subscribe to the newsletter, that you need to because that's where we communicate. Well, just think about it. Like you're, you're really training your parents to know where to look for Right. look for information right. and if it's website 
I think you could have those mediums to communicate, but I think it's how intentional you are, how much you put it out because, and and have all that stuff be voluntary. Yeah. If you want, if you want to follow camp, check out our Instagram because there's great pictures about camp. Yeah. But by the way, Instagram isn't going to tell you when the registration deadline is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but you could go, what works best for you? These are the mediums of, uh, where you can find the information that we have. Yep. You coordinate the blast and everybody can get the information right. and you don't have to worry about, but send this out again. But parents are super busy. They got limited time. And most parents, they have more than one kid involved in multiple things. Yeah. getting lots of information from the school, from the football team, from the drama class, whatever. If we can streamline, I think, I think you make parents frustrated when you over communicate and they have to work too hard to filter through all the stuff yeah. in order to get basic information. Yeah. And I, I know some people will be like, well, they're your, they're parents and they're your child and you want to know those things. So you should be, no, it's on you. You should be the one that, and I go, the reality is, if I've been at a church for more than five, ten years, I trust the church. I trust the, you know, the youth group. And for me, it's it's not a matter of me searching. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with what you're doing. You just need to be more, I would say, you'd get the call of, you need to be more organized to get right. The, inf- the right information <laughs> right. to me. Yep. Over communication. <laughs> Here's one. Yeah. My son, you know, Cole. He's what he's now halfway through his freshman year of college. Yeah. And just yesterday I got an email from his high school track team about a, <laughs> about a fundraiser at Chipotle that if you mention Tariko Hills track, well, but if he's but, alumni though. Yeah. But, so. it, but he gets everything. He gets like when to pick up your uniforms. He gets, <laughs> he gets everything. So it wasn't just a come to our fundraiser. Isn't alum- he gets like, Hey guys, don't forget to wear your warm ups to game day. <laughs> he, he gets every, I'm thinking, how hard is it in the year 2016 to go through highlight highlight all of last year's 12th graders yeah. and just delete them, just take them off that distribution. The polar plunge, but they're be I, there, but I cannot, I cannot accuse them of lack of communication. Yeah. Did your headphones just die a little bit? Has uh, your sound been popping in and out a little bit? Just from one to left, but I mean, not from right to left. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's good though. Okay. All so right, one if, more. You want, if you want to take off parents. Yeah. Number one. What's number one? Um, Treat their child unfairly. Yes. Number two? Make decisions for them. Make decisions for them. Number three, if you want to take them off, over-communicate. Number four, AC, this is you. This one kind of ties a little bit into communicate. It's kind of like communicate last minute or be last minute on everything. Uh. So you you think of the, the, the serve event but you give them a week to, to kind of figure out if they want to go and they got to pay for it, yep. you know, or, um, every week there's something you throwing out there last minute for them. You know, it's, it's better. You, you create friends and not enemies when, you know, you don't necessarily have to do that thing, even though you may think, Oh man, this would be cool for the youth group. The more you become, you know, you put parents in a weird position when you throwing things out last minute because they have to make the decision. Uh, now we got to alter what we we had plans, yep. and my kid is w- going to want to be at this event because yep. he loves being at the church. Yep. And now we have to find this money for this, and cause we don't give him the ample time. So I, I totally hear you. I totally agree. Let me counter that with a question, though. Yeah. 
Um, how do you counter that with just good old fashioned, fun, relational youth ministry? Hey guys, tomorrow, if you're free, I'm going to, I'm going to be at, at, uh, the park playing Frisbee golf. If you want, if you want to join me, Hey everybody, we're going to go to Chick-fil-A tonight after church. I hope your parents say it's okay. That's just kind of good old fashioned, <coughs> spontaneous relational. I think it's cultural though. Okay. Right? So what do you like, mean? Meaning in certain, in, in your setting, like in your setting of, of, you know, however your church is ran, where you're like, let's pop up this tent and and do this on Saturday and then invite the kids out. Yeah. You know, that's a, it, I would say it, it's a, it, it kind of, it matters like how your church run. It matters where you are. It matters, yep. you know, the size of your youth yep. group. I mean, after a while you will get a situation, you get into a situation where parents can't necessarily, you know, Right. be that pop-up place yep. to come in right you know and also if you're i would say for that that's the mom and pop of a youth ministry where you're like hey would you please you know take some of the kids and go yeah you know and they say I'll, who can take kids to the park who right. can just play with the kids i'll do it hey let's, let's so do what that. you're saying is as your ministry grows then the professional expectations increase a little bit. I would say you, you will get more fans, okay. less enemies. Yep. And here's what I would say. As you're answering that, I think I came with, with my own answer. Uh, yes, agreed. Also, I think what you do is you think through like some kind of equation. The cheaper, the less time constraint, the lower hanging fruit the activity is, the more spontaneous you can be with it. Yeah. <clears throat> without causing frustration. So I think but, you can say, Hey guys, if anybody wants to, after, after Bible study tonight, we're going to, we're going to go to Burger King. If a kid misses it, no big deal. It's Burger King. If they decide to go, it's four bucks, right? It's not a big deal. Yeah. What you can't do is say, Hey guys, if you can, the day after tomorrow, we're going to go on a three week missions trip to Europe. Yeah. It's only, it's only $1,800. So if any of you can make it, so the, the lower, the commitment, the lower, yeah. the price, the, the less, the less of a um, intrusion it is to their are, current are you plans. Saying, are you saying it causes less friction? Because yes. I think you still get friction yeah. from a parent who goes, I think you do. We're going home and eating dinner and the kid is like, what if they're going to Burger King? I think you do. But I think at some point parents got to be willing to say, hey, son, it's just Burger King. Yeah. Not tonight. You don't get to go to Burger King tonight. Man, man up. They're not, they're not really missing anything. Yeah. But if they can't go on the two day guys rock climbing trip yeah, because there was only a one week notice that's then on you as the youth pastor. Yeah. Like you should not have put parents in that position to give them a one week notice for the three day boys rock climbing trip. Yeah. Cause most families have to save for that or they've yeah. already got plans, but sending out a text going, Hey, small group, I'm going to go see star Wars tonight. If you want to come. Yeah. That, that to me feels like the okay type of, spontaneous good old relational youth ministry because you're not going to you're not going to plan six months in advance and put on your calendar and have permission forms for the kids to meet you at regal cinema to see star wars i probably would (laughs) i would say even if like we've done spontaneous but we've planned (laughs) we said hey this summer it's going to be you won't know what we're doing until Yes. We're doing here. You're giving them the perception of spontaneity. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, for, yeah, for them, they don't know what we're doing. Be prepared. How about this? Youth group wide. Yeah. Be planned and professional. 
Yeah. With the kids you have without indiv- losing the with within your small group. Yeah. And in student, so like kind of like the smaller the circle, yeah, the more spontaneous you can yeah. be. Yeah, and that's why I would think I would say like the the smaller you're starting off, the easier it is to kind of do those things. Yeah. because you're like, hey, everybody jump in my car and we all right. head over. I think when you begin to to paint, really, some weird... just jump on your car. You got insurance <laughs> in the they, car. They have permission. Let's slips. see. Wait a minute. Who's liable if you get hit? We're in to buy somebody. Enter the car the through child. the doors only. You got seatbelts? I have I have only four seats. Can I see your driver's record? <laughs> Can I look at your license to make sure it's current? My gas mileage. Just jumping in the car has all kinds of consequences. Well, it's, as long as it's a car and not a truck bed. Yeah. Which <laughs> which we've had. Which has, oh, <laughs> has yeah. been done. Dude, I, a couple of years ago, I had a small group leader put his junior high boys in the truck bed. And here's how he knew it was wrong, obviously. But yeah. the second he told them, just everybody lay down and nobody will see you. And in his mind, he was driving like one mile to Baskin Robbins for a little <laughs> spontaneous outing with his, with his small group. And I had about, I had about eight parents call me saying that is crazy. Cause I, of course every junior high boy went home to dad, guess what, man, Robert's yeah. so cool. I got to lay in this truck bed and go to Baskin Robbins at my old church. When I used to take out the junior high boys and high school boys, I would just fit everybody in my, <laughs> in my car as many as oh, I could. Yeah. I used to have an old Volkswagen van and we would cram. It was like clowns in a Volkswagen, literally a bunch of junior high clowns in a Volkswagen. (laughs) (laughs) Never ending stream. Once we open the doors, (laughs) you can always fit one more. Yeah. The good news is if we got hit, nobody was going to (laughs) move. There was nowhere to go. Well, in a Volkswagen, Volkswagen that's a, it's a van. Oh yeah. But it's probably made out of steel and reinforced. So you're not going anywhere anyway. (laughs) You keep going. Except for the door would fall off. Literally the slide, (laughs) the slider door would fall off the hinges while you're driving. (laughs) So then I ended up putting a bungee cord around it, but then kids couldn't get out and it it was terrible. It was terrible. (laughs) And now that Volkswagen van would be worth about $20,000. I'm surprised they didn't go. They didn't check that before they, it was uh, was 1989. What kind of car yeah. do you drive? Kids, drive didn't, this. kids didn't care about their parents back. I mean, parents didn't care about their kids back then in the eighties. It's <laughs> like take him. I don't care. That's You're bring him back. Bring him back sometime. Nobody wore seatbelts either. No, dude. Yeah. Helmets. When I was in junior high, if I got caught wearing a bike helmet in junior high. I get beat up for that trash. <laughs> wear a bike helmet when you're in junior high. You didn't have to though. It wasn't, no, it that's wasn't, my point. It's law now. Yes, but can you what imagine? Could you imagine being the kid whose mom was like, "Come on, Kurt, wear a bike helmet when you ride in junior high." Oh yeah. Oh dude. Now they're all up and down my street. Now you're the rebel if you don't. You're like the you're like the fawns of junior high if you <laughs> ride your bike without a bike helmet. Yeah. And oh now you God. you're paying like thirty dollars for a helmet because you got to have the best one. Yeah. Do you remember oh. when you used to be on the freeway and you'd see little kids sleeping like in that space between <laughs> the back seats and the window? Like there's like that two foot space between the back yeah. seat and the window. You know what I'm talking oh about, though, goodness. right? Yeah. Kids would like take naps up there on the freeway, that is just cool. hoping mom and dad don't <laughs> slam on the brake. <laughs> they didn't we even were, care. We were tough back then, man. We were tough back then. We need, you know what we need to do, AC? Liability. You know what we need to do? Yeah. Bringing this conversation full circle? Yeah. We need to make America great again. That's what we need, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need to do. <laughs> no seatbelts. That's all it takes. We need to revoke the helmet. I think Wear Donald Trump, helmet. I think that needs to be a platform of Donald Trump. Get rid of the helmet. 
<laughs> Seatbelts are for sissies. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it yeah Guys, let's hey, let's wrap this if, up. if you have a question and you want us to either answer your question or if you want to suggest a podcast topic yes. you can email us at talk youth ministry at gmail.com mm-hmm. even though the podcast is let's talk youth ministry the email address is talk youth ministry yes. at gmail.com we will get to that and we will see you guys next time peace out